Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Today, I am in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania, which is actually just across the border from Delaware. And on our 50 state tour, we are staying in Delaware tonight. But we had the pleasure of coming in and uh, getting some exercise over here with Master Pagano. So we're at Master Pagano's Red Dragon Martial Arts Dojang. Did I say that right? Dojang, very okay. close. I was so close, I was good. I did, it was a great first try. Um, first of all, I want to thank you so much for having m myself and my crew in today. And I'm glad I got an hour to recover from from the class because I was giving it 110% today. You were, definitely. I told you it was going to be hard. Oh, yeah. And not bad for an old lady. You it know? was excellent. You did a great job. So. You were in there with the black belts and the red belts, most of which are teens. So you know they can go a long time. They can, they can train. So you did a great job. I tried. I tried. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And you do a lot of great things that I have a lot of respect for, which is teaching self-defense, which is boosting the confidence of kids. And I thought that was awesome. But explain to everybody exactly what your passion is. How would you define it? Uh, my passion is martial arts. I mean, I've been doing the martial arts since I was nine years old. And ever since I was a young kid, I was just drawn to it. Martial arts, I guess combat sports, I mean, not the violence of it, but just, I guess, the competitive of, of it, the competitiveness. Um, so I started martial arts when I was nine years old, and I started because I had a little bit of temper issues when I was younger in school, so that's why my mom put me in. Um, and then from there, I just, I was there all the time. I can actually remember a time after nine years old where I wasn't there every single day. So it just became my passion, martial arts. Um, and then eventually it turned into teaching. So now I guess my new passion is being able to help others. Just so you know, I was a teacher for 12 years at the high school level, and you're a fabulous teacher. Thank you very you, much. You I really appreciate are. it. Um, I'm curious, how did, how did martial arts help your temper? Because you're, there's a lot of kids out there who struggle with temper. There are a lot. Anger management and things like that. Well, we have something that we call the seven tenets. Integrity, concentration, perseverance, respect and obedience, self-control, humility, and indomitable spirit. Um, and we, we learned that since I was nine years old. That was instilled in me. We learned what they were. We learned the lessons. Um, and along with that, self-control, we learned how, I mean, when I'm in karate class, I could take my frustrations out on the bags. So I could punch and kick the bags. I learned that exercise, you know, is a great way to channel that sort of energy. Um, and then on top of that, you start to learn how, when you lose your temper, how you can make other people feel. You know, you can ruin their day. You can make them feel bad. And that's not what it's all about. And I learned that through martial arts as well. So it's kind of like a great channel for that. And like you said, I have a lot of kids that come in, you know, for the same reasons. And hopefully, you know, I can do the same thing for them that was done for me. Yeah, what a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to be that kind of role model, especially when you were somebody who needed it. You know what it looks like to be that person that can, that can change a person's entire life just by teaching them that. Strange how I can see a lot of kids. I can see myself in a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. And I, hopefully I'll be able to help them the same way. So, you know, the coolest thing was that you took something you loved and you didn't just keep it 
as a hobby, you made it a career and this is your business. And one of the things I try to encourage my audience to do is to incorporate a passion into their lives first. And then if it's something that they wanna take on in a way that you did on a full-time basis to get that courage to do that. What was that transition like for you? Um, well, to be honest, the transition for me was a little bit easier than I think for most people. Um, because I was nine years old, started martial arts. By the time I was 12 or 13 years old, I was teaching classes. Um, and it's not because that job opportunity was just given to me. I was there all the time teaching classes and I kind of, they had to give it to me. They didn't have a choice because I was there all the time. It just so happened that one day my instructor came to me and said, would you like to get paid for what you're doing? And I actually, at the point, I was like, I don't care. I really don't because I loved it so much. I didn't need money. I was a kid. You know, my parents were great. I had everything that I needed. Um, but then it just turned into a job. The only struggles, I mean, there are struggles with, um, with owning your own business once we got into that part of it. Right, um, yeah, that's what I mean because so many people, let's say they do this on a part-time basis and they have a full-time job, but to take a passion and turn it into a business, you had to have some fear transitioning into that. That was tough. When, when I first got my job and I was just a kid and I didn't really need the money, you know, it was just all fun. It was good, it was fun, I was there all the time. Um, when I wasn't there, I was training at home. Then when it got to the point where I had to run my own business, um, I actually still ran it with my instructor, but I was taking on as a business partner, even though I wasn't getting paid the same way as a business partner, I was taking on the same way. So it went from making you know, a pretty nice salary to making nothing at all for almost a year and a half. So I had to get a part-time job and I had to make it happen. And I, had, I got to that line where it was like, is this really what I wanna do? And there was never one point where I even took a step back and said, I don't. I said, no matter what it takes, I'm gonna make it happen. I love it. Um, after that happened, we built up a student base. I was still with my instructor. And I finally, things went down the way where I, I needed to go out on my own. And I did, my students came with me. They were loyal. I guess they liked what I was teaching them. And then at that point, I mean, everyday business owner, they have tough times. Um, but if you love what you're doing and you, you know, you're, you're really into it and you're helping others, and you get through the tough times, so. What do you think you learned about yourself through that? Um, through that part of it is that I am very dedicated and I am just, I have a desire where I'm not gonna be stopped if there's something that I really, really want. And this was, I mean, I turned martial arts into my passion, which means I turned it into my life. So if I had failed, I mean, at that point, to me, what's left for me? So I, I just realized that martial arts is me and I have a passion for helping others. Um, and it was pretty much nothing that was gonna stop me if that's really what I wanted. What's your favorite memory from having your own business here doing martial arts? Oh, that's tough. That's definitely tough because mm -hmm. you, you have a lot. Um, I think the best part, I mean, I'll, I'll go and I'll go to my favorite memory, but I think the best part is when I have students that stop doing martial arts for whatever reason. Uh, most of the time in this area, to be honest, it's because they just have so many other things. Um, or the kids are teenagers, they're going to college, they can't fit that into their schedule anymore. But they come back years after, and I don't know why they quit sometimes. You know, they just leave and I never see them. And then they come back and say, you know, martial arts affected me in this way. Or they say, I loved martial arts and I would have never quit, but I had to. I think that's what makes me feel the best because I know that that whole entire time that they were here, they, they learned something, they loved it, um, and they actually didn't really want to leave. It was other factors that made them. Um, but my favorite memory, Again, it's so tough. Maybe the first class, we didn't have mats on the floor. Matter of fact, before we opened up our karate school, I had my student base with me and we were training outside in our backyard. So I had them come over to my backyard, we ran the neighborhoods, 
Um, again, I just had so much of a passion for it, and I know my students still did. During that period where I was trying to get my school and my business off the ground, we were training in the backyard, Perfect. and that was, that was a great time. Perfect. How long has it been since you've been established here? Since 2011. Okay. Good job. Good job. What would you say to other people about pursuing their passions, no matter what it is? Um, stick with it. I mean, the first thing, the toughest thing, I guess, when you're a kid, and again, I guess I'm on the different side of this because I knew what I wanted at a very young age, is you have to find out what it is. And there's so many different things. So if you're a kid, you try out different things, you try out different things that you like to do, and, and you just kind of find that thing that you just can't get rid of. Maybe you're juggling sports and different things, but there's that one thing that I'm just never letting go of it. That's your passion. So do anything you need to do. Research it, watch videos, um, find people that have accomplished things in the same trade that you want to get into because there are successful people. So instead of reinventing the wheel, see what they did and try to follow in their footsteps. It's always good to have a mentor, maybe reach out to people so you can have some contact with them. You can get information on it. But just stick with it, learn, and make it become yourself if you do it enough like I did. I mean, I am martial arts. I love it. This is what I do. This is what I am. So, What contact information can you share? If people want to look up your school or reach out to you to ask you questions about starting their own business or anything like that, or even martial arts? Um, contact information, and you can look us up on the website. It's the initials of the karate school, so mprdma.com. Um, and also Red Dragon Martial Arts at Comcast.net. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'm excited because I think we're going to get to see some of your moves now. Oh, absolutely. All right. I'm ready to show you. Let's do it. I am standing here with Master Pagano at Master Pagano's Red Dragon Martial Arts. I just got reprimanded for not wearing my white belt with my beautiful, what is this called? Dobak. Dobak. Okay. I had an amazing class and it took me an hour to recover in between the class before the interview, but it was great. And we are going to get to see Master Pagano, or Master P as they call you, do some of his magic moves. I don't magic know. moves, I put a lot of pressure on me. I don't know what they're called, but just, just to get a great demonstration mm -hmm. of karate, right? Am I saying that right, karate? Uh, well, we're martial arts, there's so many styles. Karate's a style. What style will so you be doing? That's great to We know. do Taekwondo and Tongsudo mixed together. Okay. Now, before we start though, as we were setting this portion of the interview up, you were telling me something about your mom. That was one of your proudest moments since you opened your, your dojang. Dojang. Since you opened your dojang. So tell me that again, will you? Well, when we were in the middle of the interview process, I guess it slipped my mind because, I mean, I have a lot of proud moments with my students. A lot of problem moments just opening up the school and being with my team. Uh, but the main thing that has always been with me was the fact that the person that put me in martial arts in the first place, the person that pretty much busted her butt to scrounge together the extra money to put me in the martial arts because it wasn't easy for her. Uh, my mother started doing karate with me a while ago and it was just a way for her to have exercise. And I wanted her to learn self-defense on top of that. Um, but she stuck with it and she loves it and she actually got her black belt which was really cool. And I'm a firm believer, I mean, a lot of people will say they got the places without others. Some people will, I guess maybe it's the tough guy thing in them and they just like to say that, but I don't believe that. I mean, some, somebody along the way gave you the nudge, helped you out, told you you could, or at least was there for you, a coach, a mom, a dad. My mom and dad were great, my instructor was great, but being able to have my mom become a black belt under me and continue, I mean, she does karate three days a week. 
The other day she said, I never want to hear my mom say this ever again, but she said, when I pass away, bury me in my uniform. That's what she said. I mean, the pass away thing was mom never said that again, but bury you in your uniform. This is, I mean, that's what I would say. Just know that that's her passion at the same time. And she would have done it from the very start with me if she had had the money. To be able to get her to have her black belt was my proudest moment for sure. How touched were you when that happened? You told me you got a little what? I cried a little. I cried a lot, but I definitely cried when my mom got her belt. It was just all that together. It was just thinking about all the things that she had done to get me into karate. And some people have the extra money, some people don't. And she made it happen. So It enriched my life in a way that I probably didn't think was going to happen. So I karate all the time. The only time I'm going to ever be able to go out and have fun and, and meet someone would be in martial arts. And one day I switch over schools, and there's a very attractive lady there taking karate class. Um, and I end up teaching her, and she's very nice, and we connect, and then all of a sudden, there's my wife. So through my passion and through martial arts, I got to not only meet an awesome lady that really changed my life for the better, but make her my wife, and also get three wonderful stepkids out of it, and a dog. So it definitely enriched my life in ways I never thought it would. That's beautiful. All right, I'm ready to see you in action. Ready? Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Oh.